If you're an MMA fan, be sure to check out the new Switchkick podcast. We preview upcoming events, discuss the big UFC and Bellator news, and John from Philadelphia drops in to give us a few betting tips. To listen, search for Switchkick MMA on SoundCloud or Switchkick in the Apple Store. Ding diddly dong, Claudio Ranieri's Christmas bells are chiming, which can only mean one thing. It's time for Christmas, and this is one of many, I can only assume, festive editions of the Game Time podcast. So lend me your Christmas ears, come settle down, and listen to some festive football fun. Just me on the pod tonight, uh, Danny, Tim, Ryan, and Tom my little Christmas elves are off gallivanting up and down the country, spreading the football cheer up and down the country. I do have a special guest in tonight though, in the car with me on the way back from work. It's Santa Claus himself, children. That's right. And although Santa Claus isn't gonna say much, he doesn't, he's a man of few words and he doesn't, uh, he doesn't waste such precious few words on uh, ungrateful swine such as yourself. So I'm gonna be speaking vicariously, well, he's gonna be speaking vicariously through me. And what Santa Claus wants to talk about tonight is West Ham for the next hour and a half. So strap in, this is gonna be a sensationally biased half, well, hour to hour and a half, not too long, of me just talking about West Ham. I'm kidding, of course, there's a raft of midweek football action which I can talk about, and we're gonna look forward to some of the uh, Premier League games coming up this weekend. So strap yourselves in, nestle underneath the mistletoe, and I'm going to give you some football loving. So where should we start off? With the, uh, the Manchester United and Juventus group. So let, let's, let's cover this. To give you some context going into this round of uh, games, Juventus was sitting pretty at the top of the table, just needing a, res- uh, a draw Sorry, at uh, Young Boys to guarantee themselves top spot in the group. Manchester United, on the other hand, were sitting safe in second place, uh, guaranteed to qualify. Uh, what proceeded to happen was both teams royally fucking up against, uh, well, Manchester United against uh, Valencia and Juventus losing home to Young Boys. What a result. I mean, on the face of it, they're, they're two results that both teams should be, really should be winning. Uh, you look at, well, we'll take a look at the uh, Valencia result first. Valencia, a team that have, well, struggled quite a lot in the recent past, gone through a huge amount of managers. Uh, obviously Gary Neville being one of them most notably uh, but they are a, a team that's improving but still you should expect a Man U team of, of, of considerable quality uh, in most positions man for man to be, uh, to be beating Valencia I mean on the other hand though the fact that Juventus have uh, lost to Young Boys is sensational very strange result it's almost as if neither team wanted to uh, top the group do they know something we don't I feel like uh, there's something waiting in the round of 16 and they uh, 
neither, neither team wanted to go through as uh, group winners. Maybe there's some suspicious betting going on. I don't know. You'll have to have a look at uh, any any betting patterns. I reckon Man, um, Mourinho, sorry, has got a mill on uh, Man U to fi- can, uh, finish second in the group. Goodness knows he uh, he needs the money. The boy, uh, boy needs to get himself a house. Been, uh, poor guy's been living in the Lowry Hotel for, for two and a half years. He's, he just can't afford the mortgage, so that might be it. But yeah, very, very strange set of results. Obviously, they've, they've both gone through, but what a way to end it. Very, very strange. Um, Juventus, they did look a bit disjointed during the game. I mean, clearly, they uh, didn't get the result they wanted to. But I, I do wonder, with that, that team sometimes, with, uh, with Ronaldo in, if, if it's quite as cohesive a unit as it looked last year. Although they've got that goal-scoring prowess, I'm not sure if the, the interleague players is quite as fluid as I saw last year well, in, the, in the Tottenham game, for example, where they were ruthless against uh, on the break against them last year, knocking Tottenham out. Yeah, very, very strange. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall, an absolute shit show from both of them. Uh, what, what should we talk about next? Tell you what, we'll go to the Tuesday night fixtures and a couple of results that are oh, they just. It was captivating view. Let's go to the Inter Milan, Tottenham, Barcelona group. Pitched as the sort of, well, it was a group of death of sorts. Uh, it was uh, seen as before the tournament began. And, and Tottenham started so badly in this group. You think back to when they threw a, a lead against uh, Inter Milan, failed to win at PSV, and it looked like they were down and out, to be honest. The fact that they've managed to turn it around and get a result was amazing. but. Oh my goodness, it, 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 it twisted and turned um, throughout the night, didn't it? I, I was watching this game. Um, Tottenham played really well, actually. I mean, it's got to be said that the Barcelona team was slightly weaker than we've seen. A lot of players on the bench, a few players rested. But it, it's, I mean, it, from, from the off, it looked like uh, it, it was a blinding move from the manager because Usman Dembele scored an absolutely stunning goal. Um, it was end-to-end. You, um, Tottenham have it, well, pretty much camped outside the Barcelona penalty area, but in a, in a matter of 10-15 seconds, Dembele's run it down the length of the field and scored a stunning goal. He, he's a player of real quality and it is quite widely publicised, his, um, his discipline issues. He's often, uh, I mean, I think he He's often sleeping in after training, or sleeping in and missing training, sorry. But I do wonder if he just had some more discipline, worked a bit harder, what what potential could be unlocked there? And he's obviously still a young man, but God, what a player he is. And he absolutely devastated Tottenham there. Tottenham, however, reacted incredibly well. And I, although the scoreline's one all, it, it probably deserved to be to be better. I mean, I assume Ryan would agree with me. Uh, they played very well. Um, a hatful of chances. Kane could have got two on the night. Son had a, a, a good amount of chances. And it was uh, it was looking like it just wasn't going to be Spurs' night. But um, but they did, well, they pulled one back, didn't they? And it was looking like they were going to go through on a, a strange set of circumstances. Um, so yes, it was looking like it just wasn't going to be Spurs night, was it? They were making a hatful of chances, but just weren't converting it. Um, they were hanging in there though, because uh, PSV at the time had gone 1-0 up against Inter. So they were going to go through on a, on a really bizarre set of circumstances. They were really sneaking through. 
and I was watching it and when the Inter Milan goal came through and the commentators announced it, you could see across the stadium the, the Spurs fans were gutted, but Tottenham, fair play to them, and this is a reflection on the way Pochettino has instilled almost a calm in the team. They didn't panic, they played their game, they, they carried on as, as they were the rest of the game and they kept playing this you know, fluid, fluid sort of football and, and they got the goal. And, uh, and to, to be quite honest, they, they should have got a few more after that, but they, they hung in, well not hung in there, um, Barcelona to be quite honest, hung in there for a one-all draw. Inter Milan would, will be very disappointed to not get through it. It's a result going into this round they, they would have thought really should have been theirs. It was there for the taking for them. Uh, but yeah, well done to Tottenham. Um, I, I don't think many teams would fancy a game against Spurs uh, going into this round of fixtures. But uh, yeah, well done to them. So we'll go over to another group. What should we cover? Okay, let's let's go to the Liverpool result. Liverpool got through with a win against Napoli. And firstly, uh, we'll talk about the Salah goal because what a goal it was. Um, turns the defender, runs into the box, gives a little show and go to another second defender and then slots it uh, in between the goalkeeper's legs. It was a goal of real quality. It's a goal that we almost came to expect from Salah last season and it's being pitched that he's you know, having an off season but I believe that was his 13th goal of the season. It's, it's quite a considerable amount and uh, if he was doing those numbers last year I think we would have uh, been raving about it but I suppose it's just by comparison. But yes, a goal of real quality. I mean, he looked miserable afterwards. Not sure quite what's happening now. He looked a bit constipated celebrating, but never mind. Um, but yes, it was a tough game for Liverpool because, of course, if Napoli were to score at any point, then Liverpool would have had to, I believe, win by two clear goals. So it was a precarious situation that they found themselves in. Um, but, but they managed to do it. Fair play to them. Jurgen Klopp guiding his team through to the last 16. Not all smooth running though, was it? Uh, Alisson had to pull off a very good save towards the end, albeit perhaps slightly shot at him, but you've got to be in the right place, haven't you? And Alisson certainly was there. He's looking every inch worth that 65 million, was it, they paid for him? Because he's, uh, he's really been a rock for Liverpool this season and he's helped guide them through today. But again, we talk about Tottenham being not one that a lot of the teams would want to face. Liverpool certainly going through as group runners-up. They're not a team you're going to want to face. Of course, last year's Champions League losing finalists. There's not a lot of teams that are going to be looking at that and thinking Liverpool are a, a team they're going to want to face. But looking, I suppose, to who's gone through as a whole, it's looking really strong, isn't it? There's no dud teams going through to that last 16 stage. It's looking very, very strong indeed. One team I haven't talked about, I'll talk about it briefly now, is uh, Man City. Uh, really just wrapping up uh, the group with a 2-1 win at Hoffenheim. They've done it at a canter, really, haven't they? Um, they've not looked sensational. I've, I believe they opened the group with a 1-0 loss to Lyon. Uh, and obviously had that unfavourable record of being the first English European team to lose four Champions League games in a row. But they recovered well, they've done it at Cantor really, and, and it just shows how far Man City have come really, because uh, they haven't really got out of uh, second gear, maybe even first gear in this group, but they've, they've still managed to top the group, and, and, and quite easily so. But well done to them getting through. 
So it's nice to see, uh, yeah, all four teams qualifying. Uh, we'll have to see what they can do. And as I said, it's, uh, it's a very strong, strong Champions League uh, last 16 we've got to, uh, got to look forward to. Okay, one more result from the Champions League. And I'm going to go over the Real Madrid result because they lost 3-0 to CSK, didn't they? That's fucking unbelievable. What is going on with Real Madrid? I talk about Juventus maybe looking a bit disjointed. Real Madrid are looking like a horror show at the moment. What is going on? It's looking more and more like they could use a bit of Ronnie magic because they're just lacking something at the moment. And no longer can they sort of rest the blame on Lopetegui, the man who's sort of successfully guided Spain onto the plane, through check-in, and then just fell at the final hurdle of the actual World Cup. All the blame was rested on him. And in many ways, the players got a, a bit of a buy. Um, they were looking good under Solari until he was actually appointed. Gave him a three-year contract, didn't they? Maybe that was a bit naive, but yeah, they looked, it was an absolute horror show. Some of the players just aren't looking the business. What a way for uh, that man, Luka Modric, to celebrate his eventual win of the Ballon d'Or by, um, by ending the group in such horrific fashion. It's really, really not looking good for them. Um, and yeah, what a way for Solari to uh, begin his managerial reign. He's, uh, he's obviously not going to be under too much pressure just yet, but it's, it's maybe more clear than ever that Real Madrid need to strengthen. They haven't made a significant signing in some time, have they? Uh, the last one to memory of that sort of Galactico era was James Rodriguez, and that was, that was some time ago now. They're looking like they could just use a bit bit more magic and uh, and Bale's he's not looking like the man who's going to step up and do it unfortunately not good for Real Madrid well I think that just about wraps it up for me uh, for the Champions League but don't worry we've got some Premier League games to talk about how, how are you doing hey are you ready for some more football action I certainly am okay what have we got to look forward to this weekend well we've already uh We've already talked uh, just a moment ago about Liverpool and Manchester United, so we'll put that game to the back burner for a second. Uh, we've also talked about Tottenham. Uh, who should we talk about? Okay, let's go into the main headline act of this episode. God, it's West Ham versus Fulham. This is a this is an absolute clash of the titans. Uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. West Ham coming into the game with a good sort of uh, run of form. Uh, it's the first time in about 30 years we've won three games in a row by three, well, scoring three goals. So I'm very much looking forward to this against Fulham. Uh, a team that's, you know, been well reported how many goals they ship and uh, everyone thought it was going to change under Ranieri. And I mean, so far the evidence is clear that uh, it's looking like a harder job than, than even it looked before. And trust me, it looked like a fucking hard job because... Fulham was shipping goal like nobody's business, but uh, even the Tinker Man himself hasn't been able to make an immediate impact. And I'm not sure it's going to change uh, this weekend. Well, I hope it's not anyway. Uh, when big Felipe Anderson's in town, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting another, another scorcher from us. Uh, very much looking forward to it. And ah, uh, oh, Fulham are in trouble, aren't they? Uh, let's, let's skip on to another game. Uh, who else we got? Uh, I believe City are playing Everton. City playing Everton. This is a good game. Uh, Everton might hope that uh, perhaps Man City want to rest a few players. It's been you know, a, a, busy, a busy period for Manchester City. They played midweek. 
at Everton are looking pretty strong under Marco Silva, aren't they? And uh, not least uh, Ricarlison, who's looking like, well, everyone's sort of balked at the uh, 50 million price tag, but he's certainly looking like he's worth it. For you uh, fancy football aficionados out there, I've had Ricarlison on the bench. Uh, he was briefly injured earlier in the season when I was actually paying attention to my fantasy. And uh, he's been rotting away there ever since, scoring a hatful of goals, picking up a bunch of points, none of which have been any good to me. I've decided to put him back in the team this weekend, uh, well, having actually looked at my fantasy for the first time in a while, and I can only assume he's now going to have an absolute shitter. And it's, it's more than possible, isn't it, against City? Uh, I mean, they have the squad for it. They're looking to bounce back, aren't they, from that result against Chelsea? And that's probably, in Premier League context, you don't want to be the team to face City after they were humbled by Chelsea. Uh, they're going to they're gonna go for the kill, aren't they, here, City? I think they're going to be... I, I could see them trying to be more ruthless because one thing you could definitely say about the Chelsea game, uh, we, we covered it on the Tuesday pods, but uh, they just weren't ruthless enough, were they? They didn't have the... Well, they had certain opportunities, but they just didn't take them. Uh, so yes, it's going to be touch and go for Everton. I, I just can't see them. Oh, City's class, it, it, it's going to be too much, I think, for them. Um, and certainly, as I said, after that loss to Chelsea, they're going to want to bounce back strong from that. What other games have we got? Oh, Tottenham-Burnley. So Tottenham are going to be fairly buoyant after that uh, that result, well, not result, that draw against Barcelona that saw them go through to the last 16. Uh, Burnley coming off a good weekend last week, but, you know, honestly, seeing, seeing Tottenham play at the weekend, they were really impressive. And uh, it's good to see as well Tottenham. I didn't touch on it earlier, but there's, there's a good, strong English core to that team. And some of them played really well. It was unfortunate for Carl Walker-Peters. He didn't have the best game, but he's still a young boy and he's got a lot to live up to. Um, but yes, the Burnley game. Oh, what's, how's this gonna how's this gonna pan out? What do you reckon? Um, I think it's only going one way, really. It's probably gonna be a Tottenham win. Um, yeah, let the good times flow. They've played again quite a lot of games lately. Richard uh, Pochettino was not too impressed uh, that the Premier League uh, scheduled that game last week to quarter to eight, despite the fact they had a Champions League game on the Tuesday. Uh, so they might be resting a few players, we'll have to see. But very much looking forward to that result. Okay, so I suppose the last game I'll talk about is the big game of the weekend, isn't it? It's the Liverpool-Manchester United game. I cannot wait to see how much of a shitter that Mourinho makes this. I haven't seen... I, I'm, I don't know. Blah, what am I saying? Mourinho, uh, he's been, oh, he was dead faced at that press conference afterwards, wasn't he? Um, he's not having a happy time of it, but Jurgen Klopp, on the other hand, the jolly German, is just loving life at Anfield, and I could see, oh, I could see the good times carrying on, really, much like Tottenham, I think they're going to go, uh, well, Man U, Liverpool, I, I don't know. Salad, tell you what, they, they could not happen at a time where the two teams are in different fortunes. Liverpool are on this brilliant form, having started the Premier League, best Premier League start to a season, although we're essentially midway through now. Um, 
in their history, which is amazing. They're doing very well. And Man U, on the other hand, are well off the pace. Players don't look too happy. You've got all these issues with Paul Pogba. I won't go too much in this, into that because, my God, it's been done to death by any Manchester United BT Sports uh, pundit. But I, where can I see this game going? It's only one way, really. It's going to be the big dogs, Liverpool. What's the scoreline, you may ask, my little Christmas munchkins? I reckon it's going to be 3-1 to Jurgen Klopp's team. And what does this mean for United? I don't care. I don't care. I'm done talking about those miserable, miserable bastards. Thank you very much for listening to the Game Time podcast. Apologies for the absence of my uncommitted cohorts. Uh, They will be back next week, let's hope. Uh, But for now, I'll play you out to the dulcet sounds of me singing Santa Baby. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, We'll end it there. Have a great weekend, guys, and we'll see you next week. Holla! Hello, welcome back to the Game Time Podcast. You thought we were done, didn't you? And not just because I said goodbye and have a good weekend, but no. Welcome to a little a little bonus segment of the show. Think of it as as the the little stocking to your present, the 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 pigs in blankets on top of a heaped Christmas dinner. Am I doing the Christmas metaphors too early, I wonder? Oh well, I'll have exhausted it by the uh, by the 15th. Anyway. Let's cover a couple more Premier League results because there's a couple that have real interesting looking results this weekend. First of which I'll cover is Wolves against Bournemouth. Now this is one I'm really looking forward to actually. It's two teams who have sort of captured the imagination this season in the Premier League. Not the biggest teams, but two teams that have had in spells and overall very successful seasons so far. Bournemouth obviously of late, uh, although they're still quite good in the table, have had some tough results and perhaps a bit unfair to criticise them given that I believe they've played Arsenal, uh, Manchester United, City and Liverpool um, in the last four games, which is a tough run of results. Um, So the fact they're still finding themselves in eighth position, I believe, is is really uh, impressive and a testament to how good Eddie Howe has been and how far Bournemouth have come this season. Um, Wolves, on the other hand, oh, they've been exciting this season. And, um, and yeah, they both play this attractive brand of football, don't they? And I can't see that changing for this result. It's going to be really interesting. Um, can't wait to watch that on, uh, on the old match of the day. See, see what Gary and the boys have to say about it. Um, and, yeah, the final result, I'll, well, the final fixture I'll go through um, is the Arsenal-Southampton game. Now... Uh, Interesting game, I suppose, for a few reasons. Arsenal on this this long run of results, uh, stretching, what is it, 22 games now? I mean, Emery's, uh, we've talked about it a lot, about how Emery has sort of almost transformed this team into a more strong and stable team, to uh, to quote the, uh, the big gal herself. Uh, and, yeah, Southampton, on the other hand, completely opposite fortunes. Um, under a new manager, the bounce didn't quite happen last weekend. Can you see it happening this weekend? I'm not too sure. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's easy to think that uh, Arsenal are going to keep this run of form going. Who the heck is going to stop them? They've played some big boys now and got through it. 
uh, with their heads held high. Who's going to stop the, this, this new might of Arsenal? Um, I look forward to it either way. And um, this time it really is the end of the episode. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, guys. I won't be back now. This is the end. La finale. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.